0: Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of our 50 Reasons to Visit Ireland. My name's Caitlin, and I spent a semester in Ireland.
1: And my name is Joe, and I spent the first 22 years of my life in Ireland. And we both currently work at Crystal Travel and Tours in Boston.
0: We're breaking down many things that make Ireland such a spectacular destination. It's an overused phrase, as we always say, but there really is something for everyone there, and
2: we intend to prove that.
1: We have various themes we'll focus on, and within those themes, we'll count up from 1 all the way through to 50. Our current theme is Ireland's history of emigration, and today, reason number 10 is Ancestry. And Ooh. Reason 10 also happens to be the last reason in our current theme. Yes. Ireland's History of Immigration, and we move on to something new next week.
0: Ooh, wonder what it could be. So, I yes. always say that, but I know what it is. Yes. I'm not, I'm not very good at is. I'm jumping. just
1: excited that we actually made it to 10 episodes. <laughs> Me too. We are one-fifth of the way through once we're finished with this, which is pretty exciting. Thank so, you
0: to everybody who's listened so far. Yes, we appreciate it.
1: Please tell your friends.
0: Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your dog. Play
1: your fish, or go onto their computer and just download it anyway. You so should we can, do that, we and then we'll, we'll push have up our numbers exactly.
0: Higher subscriptions, leave
1: it playing around in public, and just kind of somebody will hear it.
0: I don't know much about my ancestry personally, but I think my paternal grandmother's father was an O'Brien.
1: Paternal grandmother's father, okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So, I could be related to maybe one should. of the employees that we work with. Maybe. <laughs> one, of, one of our co workers.
1: Anne O'Brien.
0: Anne O'Brien. Maybe you she should cool.
1: go back and try and figure out your ancestry. Maybe I should. Come back maybe to this
0: will inspire me, huh? Maybe, huh? Today,
1: maybe before today would have been a better time to do it. <laughs> who knows? So, you could actually come to the table with something I mean, today.
0: Come on, Joe. But come no. On.
1: Someone who is coming to the table with something today yes. is our other co worker, Casey. <gasps> ...who is our very first special guest on the program. And we are going to interview her today. Say hello, Katie.
2: Hi, thank you for having me.
1: Katie works with us here at Crystal Travel, and she's been here for how long?
2: Just about two years.
1: Started as an intern and worked her way all the way up to one of the sales agents... (laughs) ...and got to go to Ireland last year.
2: Yeah, first year, first time was last October 2015... So
1: a year and a half ago. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and you went where?
2: It was pretty great. We did a tour of Connemara. Ooh. Oh yeah, which is very special to me. That's where most of my family comes from. So it was very. cool. So it just kind of
1: worked out for you that a work trip coincided around the exact area that your yes, family was exactly. from, and it was your first time in Ireland, yes, it right? Was. So yep. it just kind of Not worked out bad. very well. I know. So you are be. I always get the generations mixed up because I don't know if I'm first generation or if I am just Irish. Uh-huh. So, if I am first generation, then you would be third generation Irish, would that be right? Correct.
2: Or, yeah. Yes. Okay, so your my grandparents parents. were born in Ireland, but uh-huh. my parents were both born in the States. Okay. Yes.
1: So, can you tell us a little bit more about your grandparents? Do you know much on them? Where were they from? Did they? When did they move to America, or do you know...
2: Yeah, so Nana. Nana was from Leenan in uh, Connemara, right on the Killary Harbor. She was the ninth child out of ten. Wow. Yeah, big Sounds family. Right. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, and she she kind of spent her time as a nanny and housekeeper in Galway in England, and then in 1949, at the age of 27, she decided she was going to head to the States, start wow. a new life. Cool. And then my mom's father is actually from the Aran Islands. Wow. Yeah, oh he gosh. grew up right there in Kilronin, overlooking Pier.
1: That's on um, inish more the big yeah. one. Yeah, uh, yes, how cool.
2: Yes, he worked as a fisherman and also was on the lifeboat that kind of patrolled the area. Um, he also actually came over in 1949. Wow. But they didn't meet until 1956. Wow. So. And did they both
1: move to the Boston area in New yep. England? Yeah.
2: Yep. So it both was of fate. them. I know. <laughs> fate, I know. <laughs> Yeah, they both had um, siblings who had already made the move to Boston. Oh, okay. So they sponsored them to help them come over, which is what how cool. landed them here.
1: Do you know anything about how they mess, or is that all kind of mean or no?
2: I I know I've been told many times. Uh, My mom tells many stories and so it's hard to keep track which ones are are for what and I would imagine it had to do with some sort of Irish cultural or religious type thing. Mm -hmm. was very, very Mm -hmm. devout. But yeah, I can't think of it at this very moment. And was
1: she around for your childhood or is she still alive?
2: Yeah. So Nana, um, she was around for most of it. She actually had lived with my family and I for a few years which is nice before she unfortunately passed I remember I was in 5th grade and she would try to teach me my multiplication tables in um, Gaelic (laughs) get
1: out I, I yeah. never even learned that. I, I was like, Nana, oh, I don't gosh.
2: understand how to do this normally. Right. In <laughs> Gaelic, like, 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 Way too much. I was just going to ask
0: you, did she ever incorporate her Irish, you know, culture and heritage? Yeah.
2: She always tried. Okay. Um, <laughs> biggest part, oh. she always tried to push religion on us, um, which just my family was just the kind of the oddball, the black sheep of the family that didn't go down that route. And so she was always held it against my parents. Oh. Um, once she moved in, she always had... Mass and the rosary on, and all this uh, asked us, "Oh, will you come watch with me?" Oh goodness, um,
1: bonding time with Nana. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes. Quality um, time, quality time. Yeah. When when you were in Ireland, what all
0: part, I guess, areas of the country did you see that that she was from and that your grandfather were from as well, was from as well?
2: Um, so actually, the tour that we were on went right through it. We went all the way around the Killery Harbour, so we actually went through the village Linnan where she like lived and grew up which was so cool oh, and cool. i told the uh, tour guide that and she was nice enough to stop the bus for a few minutes and we got to go out i took oh. some pictures around um we have this painting that my mom got when she visited years ago and it's an old painting of what the town used to look like kind of when my nana was there okay. so i was able to take a picture to mimic that and it's so cool to be able to see the two in the comparisons. Yes, yes the bar, Hamilton's bar, is still there in both wow. the painting and currently. That's still cool. It just really side by neat side. Kind of stuff. Yeah, So, oh, right. yeah. That That's very cool. cool.
1: The areas that your grandparents came from are very, very rural Ireland, yes. which is interesting mm-hmm. because I know you'd say, "Oh, it hasn't changed in years." But in the case of these places, they really haven't. I mean, our Islands. Looks like it is in the 1950s right mm-hmm. now, which is really cool. And Linan is so out there in Connemara as well. It's it's just, I'm sure it was really cool oh, that way. Yeah. Um, so I have a feeling you would probably like to go back again to spend more time in Linan it and would. also definitely visit Aran Islands yes. at some point.
2: Aran yeah. Islands is definitely next on the list. Um, I was talking to my mom and she says that the house that her father grew up in, in then lived in and my mom actually spent multiple weeks of her summers there. Um, It's now the Kildonan Hostel So, I could potentially go back (laughs) instead and actually spend a few nights in my grandfather's old house. See if
1: they'll let you stay for free. Uh, This is my home, so to get out
2: of here. Exactly. It's my grandfather (laughs) 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 So, that would be really cool to go and do that. Definitely. My mom always talked about there's the the fort in the cliffs, Don Angus. Oh, Don Angus, yeah. as kids, they always wanted to go, and he'd never let them. I guess he was a very cautious man, and there were many stories of the winds being so strong they'd pull Aww. people right off. Well, interesting
1: thing about wow. Dunangus is it was set up as kind of a defense fort, so you will see beneath the cliffs or whatever the stones are set up in such a way that they're pointing upwards, basically. Oh to intentionally hurt people oh my <laughs> so,
2: <gosh. laughs> so
1: yeah it's, it's kind of I guess understandable so that yeah, he didn't I
2: guess he yeah they never understood but yeah. that makes sense wow yeah, no, I dead. know that I apparently have some uh, connection to Cork and Dublin so I need to get some more information yes on because oh. we were
1: in Dublin in December and you yes. stopped at was it Glasnevin that yep, you did Glasnevin quick,
2: Cemetery yeah. and actually we um, I believe we were able to trace back to one of my great-great-great-grandmothers, who we believe is buried there, the one oh. from um, the Dublin area. So that would be very cool. Oh, you, yeah. Did
1: you follow up with them afterwards, or was that all found out while we were there? I can't actually I did remember. follow
2: up a little bit afterwards. And she, she
1: had it done in, like, five minutes. Though, yep, very right? impressive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you know that was you've very got got impressive.
2: ancestors in Dublin, definitely go to Glasnevin. Oh, cool. And as yeah. we- yeah
1: so that's cool well thank you very much Katie yeah
2: thank thank you we'll
1: we'll have you back if you have any expertise on anything else yeah you (laughs) can come
0: back yes (laughs) awesome thank you so much
1: great stuff we really enjoyed that interview with Katie and I think it will inspire us to have more special guests on the program probably starting with more co-workers first but we might we might get a bit more adventurous after that Caitlin, have you got a little bit of a history lesson or a few I do. Well, tidbits, tidbits, as you like to say yourself?
0: I do, I do. Uh, Katie is one of more than 70 million people around the world who claim Irish ancestry. And that's really saying something, as I know you know, because the island of Ireland itself has a population of only 6 million. Half of those 70 million. People are American. So, pretty cool. That's
1: no surprise to me. For, uh-huh,
0: uh Yeah. Uh-huh. But think about it. More people have Irish ancestry around the world than there actually are in Ireland, which is kind of hard for me to gra- times, grasp my head around. Times
1: almost 12.
0: Uh, exactly. Exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of a big deal. Um, over the last few weeks, we've broken down for you a lot of details about Ireland's immigration. We've talked about famine. We've talked about St. Patrick. We've talked about Titanic and... and one of the things that I, I don't know, that's near and dear to me is 15-year-old Annie Moore. She was the first to set foot as an immigrant on Ellis Island in 1892. And she's the symbol. Go ahead, Joe. I was going
1: to use uh, the word trailblazer, but I, I was <laughs> oh. trying to read on in the notes to see. Oh, uh, okay. If, in case you had it. So, yeah, I, no. She I was, didn't. Go She for was it. a trailblazer, I guess. She
0: was. In her
1: time. I mean... Technically, kind of cool technically it was probably a lot of luck that she was the first person. Exactly. But at the same time, it's it's a really good and interesting story. She's
0: a symbol for the trials and tribulations for all the Irish who came before her and after her. And really, she's a symbol for everyone's descendants coming to America or where have you, because we all come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, interesting to me at least. Since 1800, nearly 10 million Irish people have emigrated from Ireland. It's-
1: and that is more than... All of the people on the air. Exactly, exactly.
0: That's, I know. The, the numbers.
1: During the famine. That's the
0: numbers blew my mind.
2: Staggering.
0: It's still going on to this day. And another tidbit for you. <laughs> you can t- take your shot now, guys. A study conducted in 2016 showed the 10 countries with the most Irish immigrants of 2015 are this one, number 10, kind of threw me, Poland is is number 10 for top 10. I would I, not. I, I would not expect that.
1: I kind of wonder: does that have to do with the number of Polish that came to Ireland during the Celtic Tiger, and maybe it's them returning, or maybe they married maybe. In and are returning with their families? I don't know. It's interesting. I yeah, don't know.
0: Definitely. Yeah, nine is New Zealand. So mm, shout I, out I, I'm to your that, friends I'm in surprised New Zealand.
1: It's that high up. To be
0: mm-hmm. honest. Eight France, seven Germany. Six, South Africa, which kind of threw me for yeah, a loop. You wouldn't, you, I don't know.
1: It's an interesting one. Yeah.
0: I know. Five, Spain. Another interesting one. Four, Canada. Hi to our Canadian friends. Three, Australia. Two, U.S. And then one, United Kingdom, which makes sense because, boom, it's just across across that's the pond. Yes. Well, the other pond, not the Atlantic yeah. pond. It's
1: interesting that all them stats there, um, you swatch a show. It's not, not an exciting show. It's called <laughs> The Week in Politics. I used to watch it in Ireland and the kind of the theme that came on beforehand or the you know the opening credits I went through some kind of famous quotes in Irish mm. history That's and cool. one of them was No longer shall our children like our cattle be brought up for export. Wow And that is no, that was said in like 1936, I think.
0: And that's not and the case. That <laughs> is
1: truly not the case. Ireland has, has always, and I think probably will always be an island of or for immigration.
0: Which is um, crazy because so many people would do anything to go there. But
1: but yeah, but I mean, it's also exactly. a huge tourism thing, and every, exactly. everybody who has not emigrated from there does want to visit sure, there. Very much, sure, sure. So it's, it's an interesting one.
0: Well, there are more people besides Katie who can trace their ancestry back to Ireland, and they're famous. So let's talk about them because famous people are kind of cool. Um,
1: some of the names you have here are ones I wouldn't have even known about until we started doing this research. There are other ones that are much more obvious, and they've got the Irish names and they talk about their Irish ancestry. Mm-hmm. But there's some, there's some interesting ones here. That, that I went
0: with. Don't. I tried to go with some that might, uh, I don't know, jazz it up a little bit. Yeah. Barack Obama. I feel like we all know this. I feel like it was in the news, a bunch and everything. His great-great-grandfather was an Irish immigrant who left for America in
1: 1850. And Obama and uh, Michelle and the family came came over to their ancestral home in Moneygall in County Offaly Mm -hmm. while they were in office. And it was a pretty big deal for the people of Moneygall because it's a tiny, tiny village in... The Midlands of Ireland. Wow! So it was huge having the Secret Service coming over, scoping the place, <laughs> and you know there was the two or three pubs in the area that you know one of them was going to get to serve him. Sure,
0: everybody flocks So too.
1: now there's like a cafe there that's it's Obama Cafe. Oh
0: and dear just God! Out, just
1: off the highway, there's a there's a gas station that's called Obama Plaza. I remember you showed whatever. me that? So, yeah, that's pretty uh, good. There's still <laughs> still talking about the visit.
0: Here's one that might not uh, throw you for such a loop. Conan O'Brien.
1: Shocker. <laughs> Pretty. Red-haired Irish O'Brien
0: Yes. 100% man. Irish Catholic roots. His ancestors arrived in the 1850s as well as Obama's. And he can trace his ancestry and heritage back to Dungarvan.
1: Yeah, that's... Wow, well, you don't actually know... Patty is from Dungarvan.
0: Really? Patty or All these Patty references! <laughs> you guys must feel yeah, like you we're know him. Have to listening, Paddy Patty
1: is off again today. so...
0: <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> he likes
1: to take a date He would. Week, so, he yeah, would, yes. We'll, just, we'll have to get him on to talk about Dungarvan. He loves the I would piss. love that. Other interesting fact about Conor Ryan. I have so many interesting oh, facts. Oh, whip
0: him out. Let's go. Um,
1: he. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> Sorry,
1: that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> He, after he got, or his show got cancelled on wherever he was for, TBS, was it NBC or whatever, um, he held a literal Irish wake for, you know, his show afterwards. (laughs) So that was pretty funny, I thought.
0: That is funny. That's that's good, I like that. Uh, Another one, Mariah Carey, the pop diva.
1: Who ruined everybody's New Year's. Ruined (laughs) everybody's
0: New Year's, although I kind of I actually pretty much enjoy. I think
1: it. I think everybody enjoys these I, kind of meltdowns. Everybody
0: of wants to see a little meltdown with yeah, exactly. Carrie, right? I mean, it, well,
1: with a lot of people,
0: I think. Yeah, it's but like she's she's just such a. She's just so. She's the epitome of diva. You know, you know. She, she, I
1: think that's where the word originated. That's, I that's think what so. They, that's what they Marian say. Anyway. Diva yeah. carries actually
0: her middle name. Yes. Uh, her mother's last name was Healy, and her grandfather came from Ireland. There you so go. that's, that's yes. enough. Yes. I think that that does it. I for, don't. I don't. My... Inter- I
1: don't have an interesting fact for her. Except <laughs> I used to have a, a bit of a crush on her when I was younger.
0: Did you? Did you? No. Her time, her time has passed. And she's not a very nice in, person. Yeah. That's so. what I
1: mean in in more of a personality <laughs> way at the moment. All yeah. right.
0: Bruce Springsteen. He can uh, trace his ancestry to County Westmeath, or his great-grandmother. He'll that across. was
1: recently discovered, I think, on one of his trips back to Ireland. I can't rightly remember, but I'm pretty sure it kind of came out in the last couple of years so that he was tracing his roots. So, yeah. cool.
0: Harrison Ford. Did you know that one, Jeff?
2: Good
0: he's saying. got, he's say, got yes. Jewish roots. And there's yeah. a quote where he says, I'm going to butcher it, but he says something like, as someone, my character is Irish. My my inner character, my my personality, but when I'm, an, when I'm acting, I'm Jewish, so... I know. It's not very nice. I, I thought that Irish too. Actors. I know. There's some great Irish actors, which we may talk about screw, one day. Screw you her last, her. <laughs> last but not least, of course, is the wonderful Meryl Streep, who traced her great great grandmother, Grace Strain's departure from Ireland to New York. And she actually named her daughter after her great-great-grandmother as a way to honor her heritage. Sorry,
1: but just go back to Harrison Ford, Harrison, if you're listening <laughs> to the podcast, I'm so sorry I didn't mean what I said.
0: We do really like you, I Harrison have another Ford.
1: interesting one that I found during my research Let's for Immigration on. Nation Appreciation Station a few oh. weeks ago. Oh, oh, oh. Rihanna has Irish roots. I did somewhere. hear that one.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. And so does yeah. Alicia Keys.
1: Oh, I didn't, she, didn't hear yeah. that one. Yeah, I mean... You could probably find everyone like I... Yeah. When you're Googling these things, Joaquin Phoenix comes up. Um, <laughs> also, all sorts of people that you would never have mm-hmm. heard of having Irish roots. Mm-hmm. But yeah,
0: there you go. So speaking of Irish people, well, let's talk more about some Irish stuff, shall we? The top two Irish last names in the world. Number one. This is going to
1: surprise everybody.
0: Everybody. You're going to just be thrown for a loop. Number one is Murphy, the the most popular one normally I would say number two first and then number one but number two interests us because it's <laughs> Kelly and we work for the Kelly family who came from Ireland uh, back in Pretty the short. day
1: <laughs> 55 years ago so, yeah
0: now. yes Six, so Jesus 60 crazy and that's
1: yeah a, a while ago That's quite uh, quite a, quite a bit I don't know um, any
0: Murphys though actually Do you I know?
1: was called Murphy at one stage
0: oh that's when I, I, is that I would think I that was worked
1: at, it was, yeah, no. I, nice I worked thing, at huh? Home Depot for a while And it was definitely a...
0: Derogatory. uh, It was a
1: big thing for people at Home Depot to have an actual Irish person working there. So some of them got pretty excited because, number one, some of them thought they were Irish or said they had Irish roots, which I can't deny. But one of them who he had Irish roots used to come up to me at six o'clock every morning when we'd be starting our shift. Oh, top of the morning to you. How are you doing? (laughs)
2: Oh, dear God.
1: And I am a morning person. No one says that
2: over there. I am
1: a morning person, thankfully, so I never punched him in the face, but (laughs) that was pretty annoying. And another guy there, anytime he met me on the shop floor or anytime he was hanging with anybody else... He would always ask me to say, oh, they're always after me, Lucky Charms. Oh,
0: my God. Even though I had
1: never seen the ad, and he was uh, making me say you're it wrong.
0: Kidding. you didn't know... Did, did, you knew what he was talking about there, right? I Yeah, but Were I never I never
1: actually... I had to go and search it out so pretty that I offensive. could it. it. was pretty offensive,
0: it's That's yeah. pretty awful.
1: And then... Well, I was called Irish Joe, which I was fine with, so I'd print that on my apron. <laughs> that was what i printed print out because there was... I think there was four Joes working in the, the store, so it was a nice way to differentiate me in the first few months.
2: You were Irish, Joe. So...
0: Better than Joel, uh, which... Yeah,
1: definitely. It's another story. Um, but on my last day, I was only there for six months, but on my last day, they got me a cake, and I didn't realize any of this was happening, but I got oh, escorted into the... Um, told
0: me you had a leprechaun Into on the it.
1: back room. It, it did not, but everybody that was there, so there was, you know, X number of people on the shift, but everybody in there... Put Irish over their name on the wrap, and so it was Irish Michelle That's and cute. Irish Patrick and Irish everyone else.
0: That's cute. And they I had a cake. For me. A sad so it story. Was, that was
1: really nice, actually. Yeah. So, cool. Um, but anyway, the Murphy part of that was I had a <laughs> customer that used to come in a lot, and he just took to calling me Murphy. Wow. Even though I think his surname was Murphy, but <laughs> I, can't, I can't actually remember. But he'd come in, you know, he'd be in three or four times a week. He was a kind of a semi-retired contractor, and he was working on his. Uh, daughter's house, locally, I think so. Hey Murphy, how you doing? What are you, what's going on with you today, boy? And he'd seek me out for a conversation every day, like
0: maybe because he just wanted to call you Murphy.
1: Just called me Murphy Probably. every time. And I was like, all
0: right, Aww. Mr. Murphy,
1: thank you. so So yeah, that's where Murphy came from.
0: Um, how do you retrace your Irish ancestry? Well, first off, you start doing some research in your home country. You find out the names of, I mean, you start from your parents, your grandparents, your great-grandparents, et cetera. Get dates, addresses, parishes, photos, documents. The more you can find in your home state or yeah, start, what have you. Start
1: today and work backwards, basically. Exactly. They
0: Start where you are and then work your way out, exactly. Mm-hmm. So the more you can find out where you are and then get bigger and bigger with your research and expanding where you're looking, that'll help. The Irish government's website, which you can use from home, from the comfort of your couch or wherever you are, Irish genealogy is also a useful step. So once you've kind of found out, okay, my grandma was a I don't know McNally or or a
1: Murphy. A, Murphy, <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. I am. I actually saw, somebody in my family is a McNally. That's why that popped into my head. Any
1: Donlans out there? Feel free to reach out. Is
0: McNally is Irish, right? Or maybe it's Scottish. You never, yeah, I mean, you never know I don't roots, I know Celtic have, roots I have a project I gotta, I gotta work <laughs> on now with my heritage so yeah so Irish genealogy is a good one uh, the early 20th century census returns can be found at the National Archives website so again more stuff you can do before you actually book your trip mm-hmm. over to Ireland to see where your great 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 whoever was living years back The Irish Family History Foundation has a website run on behalf of county-based genealogy centers. So maybe you know, oh, County Galway or wherever, and you want to kind of take a look there and start. You can do that, too, before visiting, of course. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You can commission a member of the Association of Professional Genealogists in Ireland, um, and they help ancestors and living relatives kind of get together. So maybe you have a farmer, maybe you have who knows what, who you're related to over there, and you can have a little reunion.
1: That is a great Um, way to go about it once you've done your research yourself first and figured out a little bit more. That Mm -hmm. is a a really good route to go.
0: If you do unearth at least one Irish ancestor, you can actually get an official certificate of Irish heritage, which really excites me. I really it's, want to do that.
1: It, it bothers some people because I think Tom Cruise got that recently. I did <laughs> yeah. see
0: that. Yes, you can be like Tom Cruise. And, and who doesn't people want like, to, like, right? Tom
1: Evan Cruise, do you got to do with anything?
0: Oh, God. So, yeah. Well, in his defense, he wasn't far and away, so... He, he
1: did a great job of the Irish accent, <laughs> too, so...
0: Uh, so that's stuff that you can do maybe before you're actually in Ireland. But if you want to go to Ireland, Dublin, of course, is a prime spot to visit, especially if you've never been before and you're researching your heritage. The National Archives, as I mentioned, um, when you're not looking at them online, you can visit them in Dublin. Dublin. They have an in house genealogy service that offers free, short personal consultation service by professional genealogists. And as I mentioned, there's an online catalog too. I'm
1: guessing if you do want the professional services for a little bit longer, you obviously have to pay a fee. But yes. I mean, that would be when I you. I want to get- say
0: it's like a 15 to half hour, 15 okay. minutes to half yeah. hour.
1: But I mean, if you. Half
0: hour pushing it, I think if it's closer to 20 find minutes.
1: Find something there, then you can exactly. get deeper in the weeds exactly. and pay for a job. Yes.
0: Another spot to check out in Dublin is the general register office. Pretty straight to the point. uh, They have all civil birth, adoption, death, marriage, and civil partnerships registered in the Republic, which you can check out. So Mm -hmm. say you're looking for that one document of your great-great-great-grandmother marrying blank. (laughs) Yes. There you go. (laughs) There's also, and this is one of my favorites, the National Library. Like the National Archives, they have a Free uh, walk-in advisory service for those tracing their family history. So you really have a lot of free options to kind of get you started, which is cool. They offer genealogy workshops and talks, as well as genealogy events. Example, this spring they're doing an eight-week course called Intro to Genealogy. And it's obviously a course on Irish family history. So pretty cool to kind of, pretty cool.
1: Something to remember when you're doing all of that. I know we spoke about it in one episode before it was one of the very early episodes that sometimes birth certificates and stuff like that were not very well kept in ireland mm. and dates could be wrong and areas could be wrong or they might not exist so you will encounter these roadblocks so sometimes it is a good idea to enlist a professional who is used to yes coming across these roadblocks and seeing you know patterns in how how to get around the probably so, that
0: way, not just in Ireland, but so, in many oh, places of Europe, especially you know? if you
1: go back two, three, four, five, six generations, sure. you know, you're obviously records are going to get worse and worse. As Understandable,
0: you go back. yeah. Um, a slightly maybe more exciting place to check out, not that those aren't <laughs> cool, but like this is more a little bit more touristy. Hold and on fun. a second, hold on. Oh, oh, oh,
1: you were talking about register offices and stuff, and you are. Making a cemetery sound more exciting. Is that what you're trying to do here?
0: <laughs> when you first told me about this place, I was like, you toured that? What why? Why? Why,
1: why did you go to a why? <laughs> what did you do? Get
0: your money back. But no, it actually is pretty cool. The Glass Nevin Cemetery Museum. Um again, museum. Why? Why go? Why spend your money? Why do cemetery anything? A cemetery It's museum. a cemetery. Yeah. But It holds the burial records for more than 1.5 million people, and it's considered to be both the guardian and storyteller for them. So the stories themselves are why you go, I would say.
1: Yeah, so I actually went to Glasnevin. for. I had wanted to go for quite a while because I had gone to a film festival in uh, Somerville here, an Irish film festival, um, and saw a documentary on Glasnevin Cemetery. And don't ask me why I went. I just, I had some... (laughs) I knew it was related to what I worked at and wanted to see it and the documentary blew me away it was incredible really really good and since then I had always I had wanted to go to Glasnevin so I got to go last December and we did a tour and the tour was brilliant because not only are 1.5 million people buried in Glasnevin over the last couple of hundred years or whatever mm-hmm. but a lot of famous people in throughout Irish history are buried there as well so the tour we took they took us around to a lot of the famous graves or the, some of the not so famous as well. Um, or the, you know, famous adjacent, I guess, um, graves and told us some stories about them and about the graves and about the history of the person and about, you know, reasons why they were famous in history. And it was, it was really interesting. But when we were there, um, there was a woman there and, I was talking to her, she thought that I might be related to her, to be honest. Really? Yeah, because cool. she thought that I looked like her brother, and then we found out that my mother's maiden name was the same as her name.
2: Really? But
1: I was texting my mother through the tour to see if we were related <laughs> to them, and she and she didn't know, and my mother would keep pretty good records for the last, you know, yeah, three or four know. generations, and she couldn't figure it out, hmm. but, you know there were Kina's my mother was Kina so it's very possible this she, she some, said she yeah. was she was convinced she, was, she said it was like looking, looking at for her friends?
2: brother no Just, I didn't I didn't, uh, didn't
1: um, get her contact details but as it turned out as she kind of told her story a little bit like the tour guide had asked for feedback or asked for something and she had buried her father earlier on that week she had actually come Aww. home she was in she was in Canada somewhere she lives in Canada now and she had come home to bury her father and what was one thing that she really wanted to do mm-hmm. while in Ireland for a week after burying her father, but go on a tour of a cemetery.
0: Oh, wow. And she
1: thought it was an amazing experience, so.
0: Cool that she met you, too. You yeah. Know? I mean, <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, of, of all, it's, it's very Of all places and all, yeah, stuff. everything and all times, too. Well, going off of what Joe said. I'm um, not sure
1: why I told that story. I can't. There should have been a point at the end, but I don't think there was.
0: little insight, <laughs> little personal, personal yeah. details. Uh. Going off of what you said, tours delve into everything from the 1916 Rising, women suffragettes and trailblazers. There's your word, Joe. James Joyce, which oh,
2: I'm not gonna say anything, but I have a hunch he might
0: be coming up again some one of these days. The First World War and the War of Independence. So, like Joe said, there are a lot of very important people in Irish history buried in this uh, cemetery
1: if you are not interested in irish history though they have a new tour that they just um that they just announced and it is called the dead interesting tour and basically that delves into some of the more untold stories so it wouldn't be about famous people but there is some intrigue scary horror stuff just some My interesting kind of stuff. i i mean talk of grave robberies and just just They've found certain really interesting people and the stories behind them and their bodies are buried there. But it's... I'm looking forward to going back again to taking that tour as well.
0: Well, when you're not taking one of those tours, you can check out their genealogy research center as well. Uh,
1: which is upstairs.
0: Which is upstairs. In, in the museum. Joe would know. He's been there. <laughs> Joe would know. And... As with many other places I've mentioned, uh, they do have online records that date back to 1828. So, awesome. say you want to check that out before you visit. And I, th- I
1: think with the admission to, or when you take a tour, you get like a $5 discount or $5 euro discount oh, off, nice. off checking on genealogy records and stuff. So, that's cool. cool.
0: So, not too shabby. What else you got? Uh, well, I have a place that we mentioned in, I believe it was episode seven. So, you should all check that out right now. But, uh, or if you've listened to it, thanks. You're cool. We like you. Uh, it is Epic Ireland. It's an interactive experience that brings visitors on the journey of the Irish diaspora. And I won't get into too much detail. I have a lot in my notes, but I don't want to say the same stuff over again. Basically, it's celebrating Irish immigration and I- the, the Irish Communities handprint on the world itself.
1: Over like 20 different galleries and they've got mm-hmm. much like ourselves they've got different themes they focus on.
0: Exactly. And
1: each kind of gallery has a different theme which is it's really cool to kind of spend a couple of hours going through.
0: And that's another place where they have an Irish Family History Center, and you can meet with the genealogy expert as well. So really, you can pick even one or two of these places, and you're pretty much set as far as meeting with someone and going from there. I'm hoping to go there in a few weeks. I'm really hoping. My fingers are so crossed. As I mentioned earlier, many counties have their own genealogy centers. You've got local historical societies, county libraries, local clergy and authorities, and a database of genealogical records for the county. And
1: that is something I do hear a lot of from people. It's like, where you're? Oh, I don't know, County Cork is all I hear. County Cork
0: with the Boston accent. County Cork. I like it. Um, I so like
1: yeah, it. go to County Cork and arch- let's say arch- archives or whatever. Exactly,
0: because you might not really have ties to Dublin. You may not mm-hmm. want to go to Dublin. You may not want. Yeah. You might want to go somewhere that is not necessarily a tourism area, yeah. but you can check that out mm-hmm. there northern ireland has the ulster historical foundation Uh, more than 200 family records are within this foundation they are dedicated to helping people trace their scots irish and irish roots for more than 50 years they've been doing this joe Mm -hmm. and it's similar to the national library where the ulster historical foundation also offers genealogy classes you can also learn how do i go about Researching my ancestry, boom, now I know. I've taken the genealogy classes. Very nice. Yes, indeed. There are other places that we've mentioned in previous episodes that are worth checking out. I'm not going to get into them too much, uh, but, you know, Don Brody Famine Ship is a big one. And Cove Heritage Center are two that stand out for me. Are there any that I'm not mentioning that you can think of, or would those be...
1: To trace your ancestry? Definitely not. I think we've covered everything that we... Could need to cover, possibly. I but, have a yeah. feeling,
0: yes. But if you'd like to know more about those, um, you can listen to the past, previous episodes and check out our...
1: Every episode in this theme and then all the other themes that we do.
0: Exactly. You should listen to all of them. All of them. All of them. In the theme of celebrating Irish heritage, we have a special tour. And this is not Pots and Plans. We're not there yet. But this is a unique tour that we have worked on called the Boston Gathering.
1: Number four.
0: Number four. Coming up in June of this year, it is being led by the Lord Mayor of West Roxbury.
1: Our very own Richie Our very Richie own Gormley.
0: Richie Gormley. This is
1: the fourth tour he has uh, put together for locals to go on with him. And- Correct.
0: And it's all about celebrating Irish ancestry, as well as seeing some beautiful scenery and iconic tourist destinations. So you kind of get... The best of both worlds, I guess, in that. Yeah. So along with that, uh, not too bad of a trip, I would say. But he's also inviting everyone to his ancestral homestead for a cookout.
1: He does. He does that every year, and it's kind of the highlight of the trip. I think that's because cute. He, he gets music and stuff together, and he puts on a sheep shearing demonstration. He's got.
0: Get out. He's got
1: two sheep, um, he on, sheep on his land. Just two, yeah. Aww. On his land that's that precious. he that he. Um, you know, cheers at that time of year, I guess. And it's, it's all part of the cookout.
2: Oh my um, gosh. It's,
1: a, it's one of those tours that you're not going to get anywhere else, I guess. I guess
2: that's our bonus and he, tour. And he is a very
1: episode. unique character. So,
0: <laughs> Well, I think it's time for Joe's prose.
1: It sure is. Is it? <laughs> and in the theme of Joe's prose, I did not get some paragraph of verbatim writing or whatever. Usually I get a poem. Again, I have gone and gotten a song, and I am going to read it as a poem. So I'm completely breaking the rules.
0: It's allowed.
1: But this one is an immigrant song in ways, but it's not, you know, it's not overtly, oh, and then the Irish went to this place and came back from that place. It's more of a dreaming of Ireland kind of one. And interesting fact, when I mentioned last week that I was a page boy at my uncle's wedding, at the same wedding, my uncle actually sang this song at like really? three o'clock in the morning, and he does not have a note in his head. <laughs> but it always it always stands out to me. It was the first time I ever heard the song, and I kind three of three o'clock I, in the
0: morning. Why were you all up at three o'clock in the morning? In my Irish wedding. That's what happens. Wow, I need to go to one of those. <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, he was he sang that, and I just I kind of remember it forever. And since then, I've kind of gotten into listening to the Dubliners, and I've heard them sing it, and it's a it's a really good song. So I am going to
2: let's, speak it. Let's have it. It
1: is Spansel Hill. Okay. Last night as I lay dreaming of pleasant days gone by, me mind being bent on rambling to Ireland, I did fly. I stepped on board a vision and I followed with a will till next I came to anchor at the cross at Spansel Hill. It being on the 23rd of June, the day before the fair, when Ireland's sons and daughters and friends assembled there, the young, the old, the brave and the bold came, their duty to fulfil, at the parish church in Cluny, a mile from Spansel Hill. I went to see me neighbours, to see what they might say. The old ones were all dead and gone, the young ones turning grey. But I met the tailor Quigley, he's as bold as ever still. Ah, he used to mend me breeches when I lived in Spansel Hill. I paid a flying visit to my first and only love. She's as white as any lily, gentle as a dove. And she threw her arms around me, saying, Johnny, I love you still. As she's Nell, the farmer's daughter, and the pride of Spansel Hill. I dreamed I held and kissed her as in the days of yore. Ah, Johnny, you're only joking, as many times before. Then the cocky crew in the morning, he crew both loud and shrill. I awoke in California, many miles from Spencel Hill.
2: Oh, that's so, sad. Yeah, it's kind of like a wow—an
1: Irish immigrant dreaming of home. My. I really wanted to make you cry with one of these someday. I think I got close there.
0: Yeah. I got chills <laughs> at the end. Yeah. yeah it's, a,
1: it's a really nice song, actually. Oh. You should go and listen to the Dubliners. Actually, I put the video in the Please notes do. as well because it is. It's a lovely song.
0: Oh, my yeah. gosh.
1: And you can just imagine. Very
0: Irish, too. Moving, sad, yeah. tragic.
1: Uh, you can imagine my uncle singing literally like a crow um, <laughs> trying that's, to sing this. Why would he sing the, this at a wedding? That's what... I need to go to an Irish wedding. I,
0: an Irish wedding and an Irish
1: wedding. I mean are kind two weddings this year the and they're both
0: in America. I don't yeah, I need no. I need ugh.
1: Um sing alongs or sing songs or whatever happens sometimes at the end of Irish weddings, depending really? on how that goes. And yeah, they're
0: not romantic songs, apparently, huh? Yeah, or, it's or not fun not... songs for that matter, even. No,
1: I mean the same thing happens at funerals, though. Is once, sure, once but it's it a gets funeral. <laughs> but it's, few, funerals can it's sometimes it's be more sad. fun than weddings. though. So that's the, the interesting <laughs> thing. Going to skip slang or shite today because Joe,
2: I'm so sad by
1: Joe that. Joe was highly un- unprepared for oh, today's episode gosh. and didn't get around How to it. How will I
0: go on today? So
1: your heart will go on. My heart so, will go on. Um, so we are going to instead talk about some movies about Irish immigration instead. And the main thing I, the main reason I want to do this instead of Slangershite is because I am kind of obsessed with a movie that came out in 2015, I think it was. Mm. It's 2017. Now, holy crap. Uh, the movie is called Brooklyn, and it stars Sir Ronan and Donald Gleason. I love her. And it's just a really excellent movie. Again, I saw it first. I can't remember. It was mentioned somewhere on the internet about... A movie that might be good or might you know whatever, and I saw that it was actually having a free showing. No, that's not true. I read the book first because I knew the movie Get your was back coming straight, out. On right. Come on. <laughs> hey, this was two years ago. <laughs> I like to, um, if I can, I like to read the book before the movie to see how that goes. But I'm not you know religious about it. But I knew I'd have time to read the book. It was by um, Colum Tobin, who's an Irish author. And I had never read any of his work before. So I read the book first and I quite liked it. But actually before I got to the end of the book, there was a free showing of the movie in one of the local kind of artsy theaters close by. So I said, I gotta go to this. So I think Christina was away or something. So I went down on my own and lined up. And I got there about a half hour before it was supposed to start. And there was a line around the corner already. So I was wow. kind of excited by that. Wow. But the movie was just... it. It hit me at so many points about the immigrant experience, even though it was about a uh, you know a young girl, probably a twenty-year-old girl in um I don't know the fifties. I think it probably was yeah, because the quiet man I was right like nineteen fifty-one, um, taking the ship to America and living in Brooklyn and her experience. So I mean, obviously, it's very different to the experience I had, and yet. It hit me at so many different points. I just, I really, really, really loved it. A lot of
0: universal themes, for
1: sure. Yeah, and then I uh, really wanted Christina to see it Mm -hmm. and could not get her to watch it until about six months ago. I just put it on the TV. (laughs) I was like, I'm watching this. You watch it if you want. And in typical fashion for her, she was kind of on her laptop doing some work or doing some, reading some blogs, whatever she was doing. Probably. And about three quarters of an hour into it, she put down the laptop and she started kind of paying a little more attention because I could hear her kind of laugh at certain bits or kind of go, mm-hmm, whatever. But she started paying full attention at that point. And by the end, she was crying. And at the end, she goes, why didn't you make me watch this earlier? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, how dare you? I've been trying to make you watch this for... So yeah, really, really love that movie. It is. It's um, very moving. Yeah, and
0: definitely. And then there
1: are then, there's a load of other movies about immigrants in America and stuff um like The Departed is technically counts one of as my that it's a great movie all but it's, it's also about Irish mobsters so we don't want to <laughs> talk about it when I first moved to
0: Boston I remember like one of the very first things on my list was to cross that that bridge that they crossed <laughs> when, when the song by I think it's the dropkick Murphy's and it's like da 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 Okay. No one I, I cares. Don't, I
1: don't know what song you're talking about, Caitlin. Please keep going. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, yes. I'm shipping up to Boston. Yes, it's a wonderful Boston, song. Yes. It's an excellent song. Sorry. Yeah. I hope that everybody enjoyed that song. I hope <laughs> you liked it. What are some more movies, Joe? Let's talk about more movies.
1: Um, yeah. Then there's other ones like Far and Away and stuff like that. We're not going to get into them too much, Tom but there's Boondocks, Saints, all of those. I am going to make a list of them, compile a list, and watch them. Because we do have a theme later on that hits on movies.
0: Wow, I'm surprised you let everybody in on that.
1: Filming locations to be more specific. Mm -hmm. So we will kind of dedicate a little bit of time to talking about how good or terrible these
0: movies are at that
1: stage. But we have to. We need, yeah, we need some time to actually watch the movies. Yes, yes,
0: yes. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well. you do get to have in one. The, in the
1: words of Bruce, B- Bruce Buffer from the UFC, It's time! <laughs> I
0: was going to say, you do get to have a little fun at my expense today. To even without sling or shite. Yes. It is time for Caitlin and Conch.
1: Episode 10. <laughs> Present. Just opening up the... the uh,
0: I love the tab you put into this. Never ceases I, to I just
1: did all of this wow. know, a while ago.
0: Wow. So he has a little to... slideshow every time. Okay,
1: there's your cover image. You've got your ten seconds to say it in, in a second once I switch it over. So okay. three, two, one
0: Okay. R Ma leet
1: You got te right. That's it. That's it.
0: Really? Mate? Th- oh no, it's it's the B sound. M B M H it's the B sound. Oop. <laughs> it was one time, was it not? Because I remember being like, that makes zero sense at all.
1: Yeah, it, do, it does make zero sense. Are you ready?
0: What? Oh, that was loud. I'm so sorry. Erwa Lat Cupante. With a question mark. Erwan Lat Cupante? Erwah. Erwah. Erwa. I want to say the last part is cup of tea. Oh, I got up. She got
1: two thumbs up there.
0: Ah. So uh, yeah where is the cup of tea
1: Where is the cup of tea? Is that what people ask each other.
0: Well, I no <laughs> <Shit>.
1: <laughs> Think of a I, I, I am literally might make sense. I'm
0: taking notes and I don't have my notes with me. I ma Okay. Um can I have a cup of tea?
1: Much closer because that's a question people actually ask. People I know. Ask, Where is the cup of
0: tea? I know. The answer is. I get is... nervous. Would you like some tea or a cup of tea? Yes. All right. Oh, you gave me the, the you gave me cup of tea. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, I mean, it.
1: it is it's technically cup of tea, but okay. just, You know,
0: I see. I yeah. see. You just broke it down that way. Yeah. Would you like
1: a cup of tea?
0: I would like a cup of tea. Do I get some now? No. Oh, damn just it! Just
1: finish recording. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: That was pretty simple, anyway. I liked As it. As you can see, I'm not trying to trick you anymore. Told I appreciate you
0: it. I appreciate it. Yeah. I think something everybody would appreciate on top of that is this little tour we've got going on for our pots and plans. Yes. Uh, The tour, for this reason, is Irish Heritage. It has you flying into Shannon and out of Dublin. Unlike our self-drive tours, this is an escorted tour where a bus takes you
2: around Ireland and
0: explore ancestry and heritage. You get six nights and seven days with this tour. and Some of the highlights are... A castle banquet, seeing the cliffs of Moore, the Ring of Carrie. A lot of these things, they sound a little familiar to me, Joe. They sound familiar to you? Like
1: they might have been mentioned in previous episodes? Maybe
0: previous episodes? I don't know. Hashtag previous episodes. Hashtag 50 (laughs) Reasons Podcast. Listen to them all right now. Cove Heritage Center, as we (sighs) mentioned a bit earlier, I believe, and other episodes, is on this tour, as well as Waterford Crystal. And you also get the Glasnevin Cemetery Museum and a Dublin tour, so not too shabby. It
1: fits a lot into seven days. I, I think, think it fits you a lot can, in. And actually, for that tour, you can add on an extra night at Dromoland Castle if you want to finish there, which is pretty cool.
0: Pretty cool. Unlike self-drive tours, as I mentioned earlier, our escorted tours are a little bit more structured. So you have someone taking you places with a schedule that's pretty set. However. We recommend adding on a few days before and or after uh, the escorted part of your tour where you can rent a car and visit the locations where you have ancestral roots, as well as any iconic, must-see destinations that are on your list to fit in. We're happy to throw out any options or suggestions, as well as answer your questions on where else
2: to go.
1: And kind of piggybacking on that, if you do want to go to Ireland for an ancestral tour and you already know where your roots are and you know where you're visiting, we can absolutely make that happen. Just because we have these set tours on the website and whatever, doesn't mean we can't we can fully customize any tour you want. If you want to stay in a tiny little town in the Midlands, or if you're up north in the tip of Mallon Head that your ancestors are from, we can we can make any of that happen.
2: Have
0: it your so, way. Yes. Have it your way. So. You can find this and other tours we've talked about in our past episodes at crystal-travel.com slash reasons. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. That is all we have for you today. And that wraps up our history of emigration theme. In case you just caught this episode and maybe you want to hear more... We cover this theme in previous episodes 7, 8, and 9 as well. So you've got a lot of good entertainment out there the f- waiting for you. The
1: Famine, Titanic, and... St. Patrick's and
0: day. St. Patrick's Day, of course. Stay tuned for reason number 11 coming out Monday, March 27th. Our new theme starting on that day will be... Do we want a drum roll for this? you think we deserve this, one? You can't
1: double drum roll.
0: All I right, all right. Understood. Our new theme starting that day will be culture. So... I'm excited for that myself. And now, Joe, if you would be so kind as to give us a drum roll, reason number 11 is. Writers and poets.
1: Very exciting.
0: We're both pretty into I writing. Actually, I
1: don't know if anybody noticed, but I have been dropping some poetry over the last four weeks. We- and that was not by accident because I knew this was coming up and I wanted to condition the audience. I
2: like to, it. I like yeah. it.
1: So I am. I'm pretty excited about this. Looking forward to it.
0: We are pumped. Thank you so much for listening. We want to remind you to visit 50reasonspodcast.com for upcoming episodes and show notes. Find us on Facebook at 50reasonspodcast and on Twitter at 50reasonspod. And please, 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 please as our voices go up five octaves, please find us on iTunes and and subscribe and rate and comment
1: review. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. All, all of them things, not just one of them things. All of all, the, all, all of them those things. things. And you then have so list, much you can listen do. to all of the episodes as well.
0: And you so. can write how great all of our banter is and everything. Right? Look, it's so off the cuff. They're it's so wonderful. They're just hilarious. All right, everybody. Until next time. So long, yeah.